Hello and welcome to another episode of The Brave Room. As always, I'm Juan Amiro from Game of Braves. And, and this is Kit, also from Game of Braves. Hey! We managed to go, how many episodes have been? So three episodes in a row. You're still here, you haven't gone off on a training mission. Hooray! Now, if time hasn't been warped properly... The, this should be right off the heels of our Genshin episode where we lovingly talked about Genshin you know, reflecting back on it six months anyways, we're going to continue this pattern of love and affection for Genshin Impact by talking about something that we alluded to way back in episode 1 and have yet to actually talk about let's talk about freaking gambling addictions yay I feel like this is the weirdest thing. As a website that reports on mobile games, right? Yeah, so many of them are gacha. Yeah. By the way, 2,000 likes, leave a comment. Hey, before we get into the gambling thing, let's do some housekeeping. If you're All listening right. to this on the lovely Game of Braves YouTube channel, you may have noticed that we started doing a new corner where we read user comments. And just so you know, comments on this podcast could be read there as well. So leave them there. And if this is 2,000 plays, we have to take one of your terrible requests. <laughs> Team effort, guys. Okay, back to the gambling addiction. So yeah, we, we're in this weird grey area, aren't we? Because, I guess so. Because you and I both know that, that, you know, gacha is like straight up gambling. Yes. Yet, we seem to cover this a lot. They're free to play, or rather free to start, I suppose, so... There's really no barrier of entry. What else is there? Yeah. So I just want to say, before before you leave a lovely comment that we treasure and thank you so much for leaving, that we fully know how this sounds for us talking about this. So yeah, Gacha Gaming is evil. <laughs> Quietly coughs as I remember to set aside money each month so that I can fuel said Gacha addiction. So I used to be one of these people who never spent any money in gacha games. Mm -hmm. Because I was like, ah ha ha, look, this game's trying to psychologically manipulate me into spending, but I will not be swayed. And then I was swayed. I can't remember if it was in this podcast or in our gacha confessions article, but I spent money in review Starlight on Yachio's monthly pass. Or rather, I spent uh-huh. I spent it on the game's monthly pass because I would hypothetically have enough gems by the time the pass ran out to pull for Yachio's birthday banner. So that that was how I was sullied. <laughs> After that, Rosaria came out, and I wailed again for her. Ah, Genshin, wailing. But to be fair, I'm, I'm barely wailing. Like I spent once. Actually, should I tell that story? That's, that's a pretty funny story. Sure. Because this actually leads indirectly to our topic. Well, I flex on this. So, <laughs> I have not been pulling in Genshin for a while. And saving up those primos, right? Mm-hmm. Pull myself up by my bootstraps. You know, just drink less avocado toast. And you and you too could do 10 pulls in Genshin. Drink avocado toast? Yeah, exactly. Don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> anyways, Rosaria comes out. The banner comes out. And I go... Huh. I could pull now, and then if I don't get her, I, I think I had like 20 pulls saved up or something like that. 
And if I don't get her, then I'll buy the thing. And I thought, no. It's more fun if I just buy the pulls now and then have my cumulative like 40 or 50 pulls and then go it all in one. So that's exactly what I did. Like I, I went and bought the primos first and then mm-hmm. I got Rosaria in my first 10 pull. Ah, uh, yes. But at least you saved up a bunch for the end user license agreement pools. Yeah, Eula. No, but this this brought an important thing to my head. Because notice how the description I use for buying the gems, you know, before I had done the pulls was it will be more fun. I think I have a gambling problem. <laughs> or I or rather I have something that could develop into a gambling problem. Because for me, like, it really is about the thrill. Like, if you mm. give me the option, I will go for the thrill. For me, the last time a character I spent a lot of money for was probably Blaze in Arc Nights. And then she came home in the second pool. So, like, numerically, I mm. did 11 total pools. She was the second one. Wow. And I bought, like, two or three of the double up packs just to be sure I could get her okay so yeah let's uh, let's go into that a bit like I guess the most obvious question we have to imagine there's a therapist here asking mm-hmm. us these questions the most obvious one is like why why are we doing this she's meta so I got her mostly for that but okay. I do enjoy her character also okay and how would you feel if you had not gotten her I would have been somewhat disappointed and since I already bought the I would have continued until I got her. Okay, Art Knights is scary. The, the fact that they have that. <laughs> they have what? No, you said that you could just keep pulling until you get her, what? I mean, yeah, I already spent the money so continue until I got her anyway. Yeah, because I think with a gambling, like, because I, ha- I have friends who are mm-hmm. way worse off than me. Like, they do have a compulsive need to, like, get Zhongli. Zhongli is the biggest culprit of this, by the way. <laughs> that man has a body count for how many of my friends got roped into Genshin trying to get his, like, you know, prissy suit-wearing ass. It's a pretty suit. It is a pretty suit. He's rich, of course. I mean, rich people bought him that suit. Of course. it is. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I think that's the scariest thing about Genshin is that uh, for a lot of people, they do feel like there is a weight on them if they don't get the pull they want. And like a lot of gacha games do this. I think I think like the waifu factor is off the top of my head, I would say like the waifu factor is like 80% responsible for for like this gacha pressure. You know? Yep. Definitely hard agree. Because like there's stuff like meta, like food fantasy required you to get duplicates if you wanted a if you wanted a thing. And I think those are all like secondary. Because the main the main factor is how much money they spent getting basically an etchy artist to draw their characters. <laughs> and also my pools of artness are mostly for meta though. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's that's because you're you. You're sexually attracted <laughs> to meta. And but... also, certain operator stories, like, 
if this goes out on time, then can is uploaded is the forget me not banner in Arknights with Mud Rock and Rosmontis, and I really, really want both of them because not their law, but the law of someone they mentioned in their profiles. Uh, it's like the albedo thing where albedo was mentioned in a lot of characters' profiles before he even existed. Yeah, and I think this would kind of out me, but hopefully I'm not famous enough to put the two and two together. <laughs> Do it, everyone. But yeah, no, I think the biggest proof of that is once again Mr. Zhongli himself. Because he was not meta when he came out. Yeah, when I saw the number, like numerically speaking, he was the highest monthly spending and followed by Xiao. And it was just like, again, like I know people who got into Genshin post Zhongli praying for the Zhongli rerun. Like, holy sh**, you guys are thirsty for some mud god. That's what he is, he's Zhongli the mud god. That's, that's, that's what I'm calling him now. And it's confirmed that he will be getting a rerun, so... Yeah, good now luck. it's confirmed, but people were grasping onto that. Oh, he's definitely getting a rerun, right? I'm like, yeah, like, eventually. Like, people were talking about it like it was a sure thing, again, before there was any announcement. It's not like Arknights, you know, where the Chinese server is ahead so you can predict. Mm-hmm. Like, this was faith. This was faith at work. And I think the most important thing we need to talk is when it becomes an addiction, right? Mm-hmm. Because as much as we like to joke about it, I do not have a gambling addiction because it has not actually gotten in the way of my life yet, right? Yeah. I do spend quite a bit on art nights. I always set aside money, so it's not like I actually go without food just because I want some silver ass. PNGs. Yeah. And that's the most important thing. So... Here is a take that I have been saving for a while. I alluded to it in our first episode. I think gacha gaming is basically the cigarettes of gaming. Oh. And let let me elaborate on this. Because smoking is bad, right? Yeah. Like, smoking is super bad. Why would anyone do it? And the world would probably be a net positive place if we could just no more smoking. However, good luck getting rid of that. Smoking is probably like one of the most popular vices around. To the point that in some dangerous jobs, they're allowed to smoke when they shouldn't be. Because it is more dangerous to let them do those jobs without their smokes. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think we're going to start having like gacha allowance as part of your salary plan. Like, oh, here's your salary. It's XXX. And also you get a 500 ringgit gacha allowance every month. (laughs) I don't think we're headed to that yet. God, I hope we're not headed to that. But... I mean, if... To give media special allowances, then it's still possible. The gacha. Or just directly give them the character because the main point... Oh, well, that's... right. That's different. That's different. That's for job purposes. That's like if Marlboro sent us, you know, they sent us the new gold cigarettes. Like, they're not doing that because we're we're chain smokers. They're doing that because they want us to talk about how great the new Marlboro gold cigarettes are. Marlboro gold cigarettes, they're great. 
Thanks to our sponsors. Uh, <laughs> no, what what I mean is, like, you're doing this specifically because, I guess the better equivalent would be a vice allowance. Like every month, the company gives you five hundred bucks and says, "Spend this on something that's bad for you, but you will not be able to function without." Oof. But yeah, and I think it's the same thing with smoking, where not everyone is a crippling nicotine addict, right? Oh, I, I guess hope. so. I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> like you know, even with alcohol, like some people enjoy a good pint every now and again, and some people need to get drunk before nine a.m. And I think that's it's the same thing with gacha. You have like I don't think it's inherently bad, you know. Like I said, it's it can be fun. The idea, of, eh, let's let's spin the wheel and see if a nun with a hot ass comes home. <laughs> but there's also the problem of then you have the person who goes, "That's my comfort character. I need I need her to come home," and then they they write an angry tweet. Because she didn't come home, and their parents won't give them their credit card anymore, and someone else posted that they got the hot nun, and they should just give you your account. Really, <laughs> that's another episode we were supposed to we were supposed to record. <laughs> uh huh. Do you see what I'm trying to say here? It's yeah, are, yeah. I pretty much get it. It's there are stages the... to this. You have the casual smoker. You know, I'll, I'll pull. I'll pull every now and again. You have the chain smoker, which is the God. I need. I need to do my pulls. I need to do a pull every week, right, or whatever. And then you have the straight up like, if I am not pulling, I am going to self harm. Uh, that's the last one. Is where the slippery slope. Is dude, the slippery slope was is the chain smoker already. The chain smoker is already in trouble, and I think when people get mad at gacha games, why they're mad is because gacha games have no, they make no attempt to to stop the slippery slope, right? Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, Rosaria's banner is only up for eight more hours, and. Don't you want a C4 Rosaria? At C4 Rosaria, she tells you she loves you. <laughs> she calls her your little pog champ at C6. <laughs> oh god, fuck. <laughs> I hate that line so much. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's it. Gacha is like totally cigarettes. The only reason we can't get rid of gacha is that every game is trying to incorporate it now, which is exactly what happened to cigarettes. I mean, it's decently low maintenance, I guess. All you need is to release shiny new characters people will like. They're basically just selling you the characters. Yeah, exactly. No, I'm. I'm not talking about it from the developer standpoint. I'm talking about it from the consumer standpoint. Like, also. Can can I just appreciate this one thing? Yeah. Like how much life has changed is I am dating myself massively by talking about cigarettes. Because cigarettes have become so ingrained in the modern culture that no one even remembers that cigarettes used to be a no-no. Technology is amazing because you have vapes now. And even vapes they're they're pretty much like normal now. 
But for those of you children listening to this, <laughs> back in the day, cartoons used to advertise cigarettes. And then they passed advertising laws saying, hey, okay, cigarettes are allowed to exist, but you have to control how you advertise them. And that's why now cartoons don't have cigarettes. In fact, a lot of companies aren't allowed to admit they're being sponsored by cigarettes anymore. And because of that now, we totally forgot that cigarettes, you know, are actually really bad for you. They're just a thing. Like alcohol, where, hey, this person does this thing. I'm told it's not good for you, but that's their decision. That's, and that's the other thing about the gacha as, as cigarettes comparison, right? Is we know gacha is bad for us. Like, we totally do. Like, you know, I'll tell someone that I play gacha games, they'll be like, oh man, you know, that's that's really bad for you. Like, aren't you gonna, like, lose all your money and clutch, you know, a PNG for the rest of your life? And I go, yeah, I know that. But fun, though. <laughs> and, and I suddenly realized, like, yeah, this is totally a smoker thing because I guarantee you, every single smoker knows that smoking is bad for you. But then they're too dependent on it by now. It's not even a dependent thing anymore. It's it's literally just a choice. Like, yeah, I am choosing the thing that is bad for me. And again, you know, there's, there's the gacha thing. <laughs> <laughs> you, If you can't tell, this is what my life is. Is drawing these kinds of comparisons. Like, every now and again... I imagine this super starry-eyed, innocent person who'd be like, Oh my god, did you know that smoking is bad for you? And the person who is like on their like third cigarette already is like, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we're getting a little off track there. <laughs> I mean, gacha is bad. Two ways of it. We still indulge it because ethic consumption is capitalism. Uh, Kit cut out for a bit there, but yeah, she was saying that there's no ethical consumption under capitalism, which is true. But again, it's it's just one of those things where like, this is the same thing with the cigarette advertising. We had more or less the same thing happen with gacha games because, you know, first we had pretty much unregulated gacha games and then they had passed those laws where you had to disclose the odds, right? Yep. And Mostly then, in Japan, really. Well, yeah, but that's where most of the gacha games came from. Indeed. And then after that, is is it a law that you have to have a pity system now? I think it is, right? Oh, uh, I'm pretty sure some games still don't like... Okay, but I uh, need to differentiate it because I think there's always been kind of a pity system, but the spark is still not really the standard yet. Okay, explain the spark to me then. Once upon a time, in Grand Blue Fantasy, I'm... some dude spent like, I think or whatever because he wanted to get this limited character whom the English localization calls is Andira and then when he continued to stream his pain and eventually people were comparing the numbers and said that they are not disclosing the correct percentage then it blew up and eventually they implemented a spark system which is the standard i mean okay you can't call the standard not... if not every game adopts it though yeah yeah i mean that the standard figure that they use 
for a spark is 300. So mm-hmm. you do 300 total pulls and you get your shiny rainbow SSR whatever and that's guaranteed. The funny thing is that at some point like around last year I believe every single person who dropped their literal life savings on Grand Blue Fantasy actually got them back. Got them back? They got back equivalent amount of currency they spent during that period uh. so like Mr. Monkey Gate guy eventually got back whatever currency he had for whatever he wants to spark next I guess how did they get it back? Thai Games gave them back in the form of the 10 crystals very relevant so uh. yeah so the spark system is like you get to choose which unit you get on pity right? The guaranteed, but it's usually only for whichever the featured character is at the time. So you will need to check what's in, available in the pool before you actually spark. Because the, the problem with that is that means it's locked to the individual banner then. Yes. So, yeah, I think that's kind of problematic in its own sense. Because that means, because Review Starlight does that too. You're guaranteed the event 4-star in 100 pulls. But that requires you to pull to do 100 pulls in just that banner. Yep, that's why you save up and all that jazz. I think in this case Genshin kind of wins out here because Genshin has that whole thing where your pity carries over across banners. But the rates are so garbage. I mean, we're, we're not talking about rates, we're talking about the system here. Okay, okay. I'll stay my thoughts about the gacha rates. Yeah, we, we can save that for another day. Shitty rates are one thing, but the fact that their system actually works because you can strategize now. For example, the soft pity in Genshin is around 70, right? 76 to be exact. Yeah. So now, if you know you're going to be in that region, like, it is like common knowledge in the Genshin community, like, you stop and you wait for the banner for a card that you actually want because you know there's a good chance you are just going to get that which is literally what i'm doing with eula right now because i don't care about constellation stuff so once i got rosaria i was like eh, i don't need to pull anymore and now i am 30 away from soft pity and i'm just like well i mean eula comes out soon <laughs> I mean, have you seen how high those boots are? So yeah, and I think that system is great because it actually like gives you something to work towards. Guaranteed. Yeah, I how mean, wonderful that word is. Let's face it, if you are a compulsive gambler, there's no amount of systems that are going to stop you. You mm-hmm. are going to pull for every banner, every chance you get. Yep. But at least it's this way, like, Genshin system helps a little. I mean, yeah, just count obsessively until 180 to guarantee the character of your choice. Mm-hmm. And it works for degenerates like me, <laughs> is what I'm saying. It helps me because you could tell me the next character, you could tell me Albedo was a meta-breaking character and amazing and melts all bosses and is great. But if he's not hot, which Albedo isn't, I don't care. 
and I won't pull for him. That's honestly a really good thing because you're less likely to fall for the FOMO thing. Yeah, Genshin system helps players like me. However, like, you know, if I didn't get Rosaria, I would have been kind of upset. <laughs> because I have based my entire personality on this podcast around my endless thirst for getting Rosaria on my team. <laughs> Anyone who's talked to me about Genshin in the past two months has had to listen to me not shut up about my desire to have Rosaria on my team and or my face. <clears throat> Professional. Hi, Sean. <laughs> but yeah, pity so, or not pity, it's still gambling. And if you're seriously going to lash out at other people for getting your favorite character, please take a step back, touch some grass, and talk to a therapist or something. Yeah, again, we'll, we'll get into that in another episode. But yeah, the, the point I was trying to make was, was that whole thing is, God, we need more systems for, the, for that kind of shit. <laughs> anyway, that's about it for us. There's only so much gambling addiction we can talk about. We are not like psychological experts and stuff, and I'm pretty sure if you're listening to this podcast, you've already heard every clever video essay about you know the psychological manipulation and this kind of stuff. I pretty much just wanted to go on my cigarette rant. <laughs> we've got to come to the brief room where it's just a platform for one's very niche rants. Oh man, yeah, this we are we are having an arc right now because we haven't had a guest on in a while. So I've just had my free reign to go on all the rants I want. Because when we have a guest, I'm usually very polite. And I try not to rant in front of the guests. So now, now that we haven't had a guest in a while, this is what happens. Also, I think if you're watching this on YouTube, or if you're reading our write-ups on the podcast that links to where you can watch it, you may have noticed that I may have started having a bit too much fun with the thumbnails. <laughs> I'd like to hear some user feedback on these. Praise me. Praise me for the, the stupid sh** I do over my lunch breaks. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. He stroke his ego. Exactly. It keeps the podcast going. This really is just the velvet room at this point. Anyways, thank you so much for listening. This has been another episode of The Brave Room. Don't forget to leave a comment, square bracket series suggestions for future topics. Or just leave general comments and we may even read them out in whatever video we put up next. Don't forget to check us out. We're on Spotify, we're on Anchor, we're on the YouTubes. If you're listening to us on YouTube, also subscribe to the YouTube channel. This has been Watermill from Gamer Braves. And this has been Kit also from Gamer Braves. I love the pause there. That was excellent stuff. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> this has been The Brave Room. Gotcha responsibly, guys. Please. Please.